0: Makasha! This is Michelangelo, a.k.a. Greg Sipes. You're listening to the Ninja Turtle Power Hour. That's what's up!
1: Welcome to the Ninja Turtle Power Hour. I'm Spencer Toon. I'm Keith McGuffey.
2: And I'm Mike Templeton.
1: And it is great to be back.
2: Yeah, we all, uh, I took some time off. Then I got sick. Then you guys got sick.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, everyone got sick but me, but, you know, no one wants to listen to just one person were sick. You were sick, you were sick of us. Yeah, you were sick of us, probably. It's... No, no.
0: <laughs> so convincing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: No, <laughs> no, I wasn't sick of you guys.
0: Yeah, I think Mike gave me what he had um, through some sort of virus in the computer. That's what a computer virus is, correct?
2: Uh, that is exactly okay.
0: Yeah. Same. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so I apologize to Keith.
0: Thank you. I apologize to no one for anything.
2: So there you <laughs> go. I've done nothing wrong ever. <laughs> oh God! But it is good to be back. uh I've missed you guys and I've missed talking turtles. So yeah. Yeah. It's it's me too. Long.
1: I've missed it so much that I have filled the I filled the void this week with a short TikTok series that will probably continue whenever Yeah. It's I, been
2: really it's been yeah. really good.
1: Yeah, I've had fun doing it. You know, I, I was like, I'm probably gonna do this like once a week. And then I was like, or you know, whenever I feel like it. And you I realized fit, you that gotta, I felt like it a lot. You gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta feed
2: the algorithm, man. You can't you can't now you've started it, you can't stop.
1: I know it's It's weird weird. though, because like I've been tracking what gets seen and what doesn't with this. And for whatever reason, like my angel bridge video is seen way less than the other ones. Some of it I think is because I started to figure out better hashtags. Uh, But like my first video has a lot of views. The second one with angel has like very little. And then the third one has some more. And then my fourth one, I added in eighties cartoons and like, 80s nostalgia and like 80s child or like nostalgia and things like that and like pff, skyrocketed in viewership. Yeah, it was well because it's also a current video as well. So oh, there holds. you go. Oh
2: yeah, that, that's, that's it, yeah. Uh what is nice is that it's been showing up in my for you page. So oh. that that is good.
0: Yeah. Weird to be a fan of our own TikTok, but somehow well, you mean, made me, you know. Well, I've also been
2: thinking <laughs> about it too, because like there's not a whole lot of like Ninja Turtle specific creators on TikTok, like other than like Rise fans, because that's kind of like the demographic that that typically uses TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but like even even like comic book TikTok, like that I'm on, like where I where I watch a lot of those creators, uh, I'll ask them, like you know, have you read IDW's Ninja Turtles? And a lot of them have said no, and yeah. like and some people have liked my comments to them, like oh yeah dude like the idw ninja turtles is awesome like you should you should be reading it like people agree with me mm-hmm. so I, I think there's a void we can fill there
1: yeah i've been trying to also push it into comic book tiktok i add that hashtag in there as well so it's hopefully going to go somewhere you know for now it's i've been thinking about you know if sounds it seems kind of underhanded But I know that a lot of people that post anything to have to do with comic books in general, whether it's Marvel or DC, they still put hashtag Marvel or hashtag DC in there. Uh, I I think we can
2: we can work on it.
1: (laughs) Anyway, inside (laughs) baseball, you know, fun fact, you know, this person's learning how to use TikTok because I'm like a 50 year old for some reason. I'm only 25. TikTok. I mean, I'm Gen Z. I'm supposed to be like You're not or something. Z, shut up. I am. I'm no, just barely. Not. I'm at the very beginning. I'm a cusp Gen Zer. 97. Really? 97 is always. No Gen Z, in Gen Z.
2: No Gen Z is after.
1: Mm-mm. Gen no. Z is the
2: first. Is the first uh, generation that does not have an active memory of
1: 9/11. I don't. Yeah, he would have been I, what three would, or four. You would have been
2: like five.
1: No, I was oh, I was 4, four years old.
0: To, 97 to 2001 is only 4 years old.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember it.
2: I- remember stuff from when i was four years old i remember the ninja turtles from when i was four
1: yeah but i yeah i remember the important things from when i was four years old right <laughs> you Man know 911
2: is important
1: <laughs> yeah yeah not when you're weird. four years old though
2: <laughs> not when you're four years
1: old instead you remember like thinking spider-man was the coolest thing on the planet
2: yeah that or you know
1: your power ranger toy that had was like the giant robot that you could put a little tiny red power ranger in that's what i remember all right okay, i don't it's... remember 9-11 though <laughs> Yeah.
0: Wikipedia says generation typically defined as those born from 97 to
1: 2012. Yeah. All go. right. Whatever. I'm, I'm right at the cusp.
2: I guess you're the only one that can upload to TikTok then.
1: It's weird though that like 2012 is also considered Gen Z because I was like just in high school. Like it's weird to think that the end of my generation started when like Imagine Dragons like exploded in popularity.
2: That's an Imagine Dragons. Do
1: you think that yeah. was the event that that stopped the generation?
0: That's, like, that's oh, the right event. Is
2: a... <laughs> Imagine Dragons is where, is where the generation died.
1: Night Visions is <laughs> 10 years old, guys. <laughs> oh, man, Radioactive is 10 years old. Just let that sink in for a uh, second.
2: I still sing that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway.
2: All right, well, let's talk about some other old things. Yeah. So, Spencer, what are we what are we talking about this week?
1: Oh, yeah, this week uh we're covering episodes 31, 32, and 33 from season four of the 1987 series.
0: So that's Donatello's degree, The Big Cufflink Caper, and Leonardo versus Tempestra.
2: Three solid episodes, if I might say. Yeah. I don't really know if bad. it's because I haven't watched 87 in a bit, but yeah, uh, I. Spoiler alert! I thoroughly enjoyed these.
1: I liked the last two episodes we watched more than these ones, I would say, but they're not they're not bad. You know, these are some of the yeah. definitely some of the better of this series. We're a good clip, you know.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: we're in a good run.
2: It's it's hitting its stride finally in season four. Yeah. <laughs> like right. season four we is we ending strong. End of, <laughs> yeah, as we near the end of season four. Oh, man. Well, I guess uh, since my episode's up first, uh, let me tell you a story. Perhaps I can best explain. The story
1: of my young friends and I is really the story of a man named Hamato
2: Yoshi. All right. The first episode is Donatello's Degree, which is episode 31, September 8th, 1990, was the original air date, written by Jack Mendelssohn. Leonardo, Michelangelo, and Raphael are all doing spring cleaning, but Donatello is finishing up the exams for his ma- by-mail college degree. He anxiously waits for the next few weeks before receiving the news that he's graduated with the highest of honors and will be given his degree in person by pr- Professor Philo Safo himself. Unfortunately, Professor Safo is under the impression that Donatello is actually a woman named Donatello. Refusing to forget about the honor, Donatello goes to Irma's apartment and is rewarded with a frying pan to the head before she recognizes him. He begs her to help him accept his degree in person. And after some initial reluctance, she agrees. The two of them travel to the university, Donatello inside of a trunk, hiding from everybody and are picked up by the drivers that bring them to Professor Saffo's castle-like university. Professor Soffo flatters Irma and shows her around the university. But Donatello becomes suspicious of the hexadecimal transducer and his thuggish assistants that soon try to kill him. Meanwhile, April is told to investigate fish overflowing in a lake. Vernon is sent with her, but, but has only brought his fishing equipment. While the other turtles recover from spring cleaning, Michelangelo's fish, Max, is acting oddly. Eventually, he flops out into the sewer where hundreds of the other fish are furiously migrating. Michelangelo chases him, and Raphael and Leonardo chase Michelangelo. While spying on Safo and Irma, Donatello falls into the lake nearby and finds it overflowing with fish. He figures out why when he spots an oscilloscope in the basement of the university, which can ch- change the molecular vibrations of the Earth's core. Professor Safo is planning to speed up the Earth and spin everything off of it. But before he can find Irma, he's grabbed by a vicious robot guard and barely escapes. That night, a banquet for the graduating class, Donatello has to masquerade as a waiter as he tries to figure out a way to contact Irma. He tries to pass her a note in the sandwich, but she winds up eating it. The other three turtles meet up with April after following the fishes to the lake, where Byrne informs them that Professor Saffo has called on the media for a big announcement. Irma refuses to believe that Professor Saffo could be a crackpot, having to let the flattery of Donatello's intellect get to her head. Before Donatello can do anything further, he's captured by Professor Saffo's two goons. Saffo announces that Miss Donatello is his partner in a massive scientific achievement and whisks Irma off to his underground bunker. Irma realizes that he's a nutcase after all and breaks the elevator through the roof. Unfortunately, the oscilloscope is already going too strong. Donatello is tied to it. Night and day have already sped up the duration of mere seconds. The other turtles arrive and hack Donatello free of his chains, allowing him to root around inside of the oscilloscope. He spots a hairpin on Irma's head and uses it as a tool to slow down the oscilloscope until it shuts down completely. Back at home, Donatello rejoices that he's finally earned his degree, and Max, the fish, continues misbehaving.
0: Riveting, riveting stuff. So, uh, let me tell you a story. This is The Big Cufflink Caper, Season 4, Episode 32, written by the late, great David Wise. Original air date, September 14th, 1990. So the Turtles are looking for something to wear, and Don suggests their tuxedos, which they haven't worn topside yet. But the Turtles are a bit confused as to why they're going up to the streets in the first place, so they decide to watch TV instead. On the news, April was reporting on a rash of robberies involving cufflinks. The Turtles surmise that the next place hit will be a retirement ceremony for a famed toy inventor. They always give gold cufflinks to those old retirees the cufflink snatchers attack and steal all the cufflinks and beat the turtles in a fight luckily leo recognizes them as members of big louis gang the team decides that the only way to get to the bottom of this is to join big Louis's gang the turtles go to big louis and offer their services he has them first complete another mission to prove their loyalty putting rival gang leader babyface beaver cleaver on ice Uh, The turtles do just that. They go to the beaver's hideout, get in a fight, which then spills over onto an ice skating rink in the adjacent mall. The gang attacks the turtles with a zamboni, but the turtles break the ice, trapping the gang under the ice. They go back to Big Louie, who explains why they're after cufflinks. So, centuries ago in China, a guy made an explosive powerful enough to destroy a city. Uh, He disguised that explosive as a ruby. Later that Ruby was made into a cufflink, along with a matching non-explosive cufflink, and smuggled to America. And someone is willing to pay handsomely for the explosive cufflink. The Turtles think that the someone is the brains behind the operation. Smash cut to Krang and the Technodrome, talking about how they need the explosive cufflink to dislodge the Technodrome from the asteroid. The Turtles think the cufflinks might be in the Calzoni mansion, under the ownership of eccentric billionaire Pietro Calzoni, cufflink collector extraordinary. So they infiltrate the place, uh, but when they find the cufflink, they're ambushed by Big Louie's gang. They call in Shredder, who teleports into the mansion. Okay, so uh, Act 3. This is where things go real crazy. So Pietro Calzoni awakes and activates the mansion's defense systems. In the chaos, the Turtles get away with the cufflinks, but April and Irma, who are at the mansion trying to get a story, are captured. While analyzing the cufflinks, the TMNT get a note from the mob to meet them at a taffy factory. There, April and Irma are tied above a vat of taffy that's slowly lowering them into it. A fight breaks out, and Donatella throws one of the cufflinks into the vat of taffy. Rocksteady is able to recover it after eating a bunch of taffy. Uh, Shredder escapes to the Technodrome with the one cuff link that Rocksteady found, where Krang chides him for his stupidity. The turtles would never let him get away with the real cuff link. This one has to be the fake. Shredder tosses it over his shoulder and it explodes. Uh, he calls the turtles to say that they tricked him.
1: The end. Riveting. All right. I have the final episode this week episode 33 Leonardo versus tempestra so this episode was released november 17th of 1990 and was written by misty taggart now the turtles need to get out of the lair so they sneak into an arcade at night and play some games there's a strange game called tempestras revenge that challenges leo to play it so he does after very nearly beating the game Leo gets a game over and the turtles are forced to scram. Back at the lair, Leo has been obsessed with the game and can't focus on anything else. He sneaks back to the arcade and tries to beat the game again. When he gets to the last level, lightning strike and causes a power surge that makes Tempestra come to the real world. She's super powerful, so Leo tries to call his brothers for help. Tempestra causes the sewers to flood, so they can't reach him. Leo and Tempestra's battle takes to the streets. Tempestra needs more powers, so she leaves for the power plant. Just then, April shows up in her news van. Leo jumps in with her and explains what is going on. They take off after Tempestra. They get to the power plant, but Tempestra sees them coming first, and so she creates a fog. April can't see, so she drives off a cliff and onto some sort of track that ends up being like a roller coaster. Finally, Leo and April make it through and get inside the power plant to stop Tempestra. Now, Tempestra is absorbing the power from the plant, but Leo comes up with a plan. He taunts Tempestra, telling her that she can't really be that powerful if she has to be here recharging. She takes the bait and uses almost all her energy to create three monsters to fight Leo. He's holding out against the monsters. But uh, he's starting to struggle. And then his brothers finally arrive to help. They defeat the monsters. But now Tempestra is making a last-ditch effort to recharge by trying to make the plant blow up. Leo confronts her and, try- and she tries to shock him. Luckily, he pulls out a motherboard from her game that he grabbed earlier uh, because he thought it might come in handy. And it does. He throws it at her and her lightning hits the chip which creates an electromagnetic field that traps her inside the motherboard. The turtles have won and Leo doesn't feel like playing the video games anymore. The end. Old television.
2: Good stuff all around, to be honest. I think we should talk about it again. Then.
1: Hey, uh, nice junk. All right, so the first thing... That I noticed in 31. I don't know if they've done this before, but they shortened the theme song, at least on the uh, DVD.
2: I think they've done that before. Um, yes, I just not haven't paying
1: close enough attention.
2: <laughs> not, I don't think it. I don't think it's been since the new opening theme song, but they have cut it before. Okay,
1: Ooh, I think it has been because I
0: remember.
2: In my, in my talk about that one time,
0: but I can't remember what the episode was. But I,
2: but I, but I know they have because like I was, listen, I was listening to it, and it definitely sounds like it sounded familiar to me.
1: Mm-hmm. It was just shorter all of a sudden, and I was like, "Whoa!" Usually, yeah. I'm like typing while doing it, and probably didn't
2: notice Which before. Like, sometimes it happens when some episodes run long. Like this one did run a little long. Uh huh. Um. So you know the next logical place to cut time because you can't cut ads uh, is the theme song. So makes sense, uh, especially for one like a theme song as repetitive as the Ninja Turtle theme song. Like mm-hmm. you can cut out a couple choruses. To be honest, yeah. yeah. We don't like it's season four. We don't need to know that Leonardo leads and Donatello does machines. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh this is the first appearance of Professor Follow Saffo. Uh
1: is it his only appearance? Does, it, does he name. appear again?
2: He he does come back. Oh. Uh in the What? In, in the episode Too Hot to Handle. This, this guy got a second episode? episode. Yep. Uh also written by Jack Mendelson. So uh, definitely a favorite character. Yeah. Uh but he's only he's written one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine episodes. More than some. Yeah, definitely more than some. Uh, I think less than others. Wasn't it the, the the woman who wrote uh Mona Lisa's episode? That was her only credit on yeah. the show, too. yeah, so like yeah, yeah. some people just write more episodes. Yeah. Uh but Jack Mendelssohn, also late Jack Mendelson he passed away uh hmm. would write with uh his wife, Carol Mendelssohn. Oh.
0: Very cool. I forget who says it, but they say what big buildings you have when they're at the campus. Uh, yes. <laughs> All the better to teach you with. Of course, a little Red Riding Hood.
2: Yeah. Uh philosophical is a pun on you know philosophy, philosopher. Oh that actually uh, went over my head. I was gonna say <laughs> don't have that one over your head, but
1: that one went over my head. I missed that one. Hmm. Uh,
2: I did like it, it. It's it's just a funny wall break um, where Michelangelo's like, I don't know, he's probably hanging out at the library, and Donatello's like, I am hanging out at the library. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's like hanging out side of a library, like hanging <laughs> off the edge of a wall.
1: Yeah.
0: So. M- uh, no shredder and no crank in this episode. and mm-hmm. I I've, I've, I had been keeping track of that because it was such a rare occurrence, but it's gotten really pretty common in season four.
1: Yeah, it's and actually like it become like every other.
0: Yeah, I think so it... actually I went back starting with the Saturday morning episode. So starting with, uh, was it Return, Son of Return of the Fly 2, right? Mm-hmm. That's the first Saturday morning episode. That one's written by David Wise and has a shredder. And then the next episode is not written by David Wise, does not have the Shredder. And that pattern has continued up until Leonardo versus Tempestra.
2: Oh, wow.
1: So every other
0: episode has been written with, by David Wise featuring the Shredder and Krang. And every opposite episode has been written by somebody else not featuring huh. Shredder and Krang.
2: That's the only kind of investigative reporting that you can get here on the Ninja Turtle Power Hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> Think uh, of all the other no, things I didn't
0: accomplish this week, but I figured <laughs> <Yeah>. that out.
2: <laughs> that's interesting though, because um, I was gonna say like I wonder if it's just because like we're in the middle of season four, like towards the end of season four, and it's like Shredder and Krang, like the gag is old at this yeah. point, mm-hmm. and but like you can't get rid of them because they're in the theme song. So right. like, what do you do? And you know, you you don't put them in every episode. So I, I think it's that's a good observation.
0: Yeah, and it, it looks like it ends after Leonardo versus Tempestra. The next one's also not written by David Wise, so the pattern breaks. But, like, he's written 10 of the last 20 episodes, and 10 of the last 20 episodes have not had Shredder and Crane, which is kind of impressive. Yeah. Uh, Michelangelo, apparently, he, he had a pet uh, pigeon a while back, and in this episode he has a pet fish, Maxwell. A
2: pet fish that we'll never see again,
0: by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where so when when Maxwell dies, where where does he go? Because they're already in the sewer. Where do you flush them?
2: They just, I mean, they just throw them in the main, you know, the main water line.
0: Also in a puddle.
2: Do they even have a bathroom in the sewer lair? Not that we've seen. I don't think. Come on, NECA, You gotta you gotta make that as part of your sewer lair. <laughs> a bathroom. Yeah, we we haven't really
0: it. seen him take a shower, have we?
2: no which is like something that like other ninja turtle series have done like you know they, they come out of the shower
0: yeah yeah we've seen krang come out of the shower but not turtles it's true hmm. we've seen krang in the shower actually <laughs> yeah yeah a little a little soap on a rope around his neck yep. yeah that's what that i, I meant yeah like we we've, yeah. we've
2: seen that yeah it even came with, it even came with the with the ultimate krang figure from guy
1: uh, so in the uh, next episode, number two, I feel like the biggest reference here is that uh, the gang leader, Beaver, is, you know, supposed to be like, leave it to Beaver, Beaver. And his yeah. hand is Wally, you know, he's sitting there, well, gee, Wally, I yeah. think we ought to, da, 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 you know. Uh, so it's very much a reference to leave it to Beaver. Definitely. I mean, Why yeah, this you know, gangster, Wally, they decided to make Beaver. Cleaver. Mm-hmm.
0: And then uh, <laughs> at, at some point when they're at the like retirement ceremony, they show these Transformers. They're Transformer robots, but they turn into farm equipment. Yeah. So that was pretty hilarious. And that, David that, Wise used to work on Transformers
2: too. So, I think the name Pietro Calzone is, is just a fun name. It is. This that episode is. I read, it
0: actually aired on a Friday night in primetime. And it oh. was followed by the premiere of Tiny Toon Adventures. Nice. Yes, yeah, so this was the popular lead-in. Uh,
2: this episode is very similar to the Maltese fa- Hamster.
1: Oh yes, very much on the noir side of Turtles. Of these Probably, turtles, even, even the whole like
0: explosive thing hidden in a in a priceless artifact, you know. <laughs>
2: I'll tell you that for that one. Uh, Tony the Butcher Vivaldi, uh, who we've seen before, uh, is back in this episode and not voiced by Peter Renaday, who voted, voiced him last time, but this time by Rob Paulson. Hmm. And the theory is because Peter Renaday was busy performing another mobster in this episode. Uh, Big Louie who made his debut in this in this episode
0: um you know I don't work at animation but I would think just make uh Peter Rande voice the guy he's already voiced and get the other guy to voice the new guy but that's not a that's just me. I don't know.
2: Yeah I mean yeah you would think (laughs) you would think that would be the way to do it. Right, right. But like (laughs) if I mean, and that's the thing is like Peter Renaday has the same mobster voice for everybody. In mm-hmm. fact, like when Big Louie started talking, I was like, this is like three other
0: mobsters. Yeah, it's Don Tertelli. Right? Don, it's Don Tertelli. <laughs>
2: it's Tony the Butcher. Like, you, you don't realize how many mobsters are in this show. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> like it's like, like this New York is terrible.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's amazing to me is like none of the mobsters ever got toys. Because they fight mobsters all the time, you know? You would think a couple different color variations or something, you know?
2: And we're like, this is 1990. The Dick Tracy movie is right around the corner.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. also a Playmates line.
2: Which was also a Playmates line, which I never had. I only ever had Dick Tracy. I never had any of the other mobsters. But, like, they easily could have fit in the Turtles line. Oh, no, the Dick Tracy movie already came out at this point. This is, uh, Dick Tracy came out in uh, June 1990. But, I mean, like, yeah. that was supposed to be, like, huge for for Disney. Like, Warren Beatty was, like, this was, this was his, you know, his pet project. And because, like, the 1989 Tim Burton Batman movie was so huge, like, Spencer, you weren't alive.
1: No, I was that not. Was,
2: that was, like... It was unbelievable how huge that movie was. And not just for, like, you know, four-year-old Mike, but, like, pop culture in general. Like, that was, like, the second coming of Batman. Because, like, up until that point, you only ever had, like, the 60s Batman on TV. Mm-hmm. And then, you like, this was, like, iconic. The, like, just the gold logo on a black background. Like, people were stealing those movie posters. All right, so we anyway. That was supposed to be to like the... Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy yeah. was supposed to be the next version of it. It, it wasn't, oh, okay. <laughs> it's not a bad movie, I think. It's, I think, it's just, it's not, it, it was ahead of its time. It's not a great movie, uh, but I own it on Blu ray. It's very colorful, huh? I think it's worth checking out once.
1: I, I just might but there's like enough curiosity there that I kind of want to. So... Episode 33 now Leonardo versus Tempestra. It's the first appearance of Tempestra.
2: What? Hey, all right. So so this is this is where everybody could finally stop asking, "Hey, who's that who's that girl villain in Shredder's Revenge?" Yeah. It's Tempestra.
1: It's Tempestra. <laughs> and I I finally kind of realized why she's like you know one of the, the villains that makes reappearances in games and things like that from this. And I think it's really just because she's like one of the only distinct villains that isn't Shredder and Crane, that like isn't doesn't have just mad scientist motivation. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's of like God. to rule the world. Like she's actually kind of unique compared to literally everything else in this show, as far as yeah. villains go.
2: I mean, she's so like. Far she's like a you know she's an evil sorceress but like she's born out of a video game yeah like it's kind of it's kind of interesting Um because even even like mirage at this point didn't have any bad guys like this Mm-mm. and so like she's she's really unique in turtles rogues gallery I would I mean you could tweak it so that like you know she wasn't born out of a you know, lightning strike on a video game kind yeah. of thing. Um, you can make her origin a little bit cooler, um, but also at the same time, like it works in a way.
0: Oh yeah, this uh, is another great like '80s cartoon trope: is lightning hits something, which makes it come alive.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Short circuit.
2: Apparently, exactly. Yes. Apparently, this was a uh, supposed to be commentary on video game addiction. Because that was a real thing back in the eighties, like with with our when arcades were really prevalent,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and how like people wouldn't want to go home from arcades. <laughs> not a problem anymore. I mean, no not a, not arcades, a problem anymore. Right. I mean, though, to be honest, like I would kill to go to, to an old school arcade. like, oh, yeah, like sure. we have we have like Nickel Nickel, yeah. Um, which Nickel Nickel is I think a nation nationwide chain, right? I don't know.
1: We have a we have one called. There was one called Nickel Cade that was around when I was growing up. I think that one shut down. But yeah, there's a Play or something like that. Yeah, there's another one that's a Nickel something that my wife and I love going to. We used to For, that for we anybody,
2: any of our listeners that don't know, Nickel Nickel is like an arcade, but like everything, every game there costs a Nickel to
1: play. Mm-hmm. Um, nickel Mania. Sorry, I just remember what it was called. Continue. <laughs> it's
2: still open. It is still open. Nickel Nickel. And, uh, um,
1: I think it's pretty much like an old school arcade though, because you've got like you know all the old Street Fighters in there. You've got yeah, like,
2: like it's a it's a mix. It's a lot of like newer games, like games you know arcade cabinets that they could buy cheap. But then like every now and then there's really cool old ones. Like we used to play like this Dragon Ball fighting game a lot. Um, old Street Fighter cabinets, uh, um, of course. Turtles was there. Simpsons. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so. This Nickel Mania that I'm talking about, there's half of it that's kind of like modern carnival kind of games, but like the other half is straight up just like the old Simpsons beat them up, the X, uh, the like Marvel one with like Spider Man and Hawkeye. It's got the Ninja Turtle one. You've got this one where you're like running around on ladders and like pushing down pieces of like meat for a sandwich i'm trying to remember what it's burger called Burger time i think so it's burger time burger time dig burger dug time. uh they've got a lot of the old classics in this one it's like half of it is is that anyway it's a lot of fun
2: i mean there's also round one which is like bowling and yeah we got like arcade one. okay yeah like round one i think is a national chain mm-hmm. and like a dave and busters or something okay um but like, what's cool about round one is, um, at least the one out here, they have a lot of Japanese arcade games, like oh, wow. those really, those really cool looking cabinets. Mm-hmm. Um, at least the one I've gone to out here. Um, but yeah, uh, the point is, arcades. Actually, you know, God, one of the coolest arcades I ever used to go to was the one inside Disneyland. Like inside of Tomorrowland, there was an arcade called the Starcade. Ooh. I think that still exists. It does it not? It it kind of does, but not in the way it used to. I guess Mm. there there are still games in it, but not like not like they used to be. Like they they used to have a Turtles arcade cabinet in there.
0: What irony that Tomorrowland has an arcade.
2: I know. But nowhere else
0: does. Right.
2: (laughs) right? Um half I mean, most of it is a gift shop now. Mm -hmm. Which which sucks, but um, Back in the day, like it was really cool. Like it had afterburner and uh, like the big afterburner cabinet with like the rotating uh, cockpit. And uh, cool. you know, like I said, like the Turtles arcade game. Like I used to play play it there uh, when I was younger. Like yeah, don't go to Disneyland for the rides. Go to go to go to there because it was the only place that had a Turtles arcade cabinet. <laughs> and the point was, you didn't want to go home from it. Bringing it back around to what this episode's topic. Is. <laughs> <laughs> so Leon. I empathize with Leonardo.
0: There you go. Uh, yeah, I don't have much for this episode either. I think we get another short opening this episode, though. Uh
2: no, it was it was the full one.
0: Oh okay. DVD memory must be wrong.
2: So Irma Irma mentions that she got a promotion in this episode.
0: Yeah, she's like a producer now, right? I don't she's know. like, she's like filming the news, but yeah, but she, yeah, she's
2: not, she's definitely not the secretary,
0: right? Yeah, which, if you're going to promote a secretary, like director is not the thing above that, right?
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I like no that's idea. definitely a different career path,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, yeah,
2: uh, like, the is a neat they i mean they were just reusing the animation model but the red dragon and the electricity monster that tempestor summons uh were both made by shredder back in the eye of sarnath episode curse of the evil eye oh
1: cool what do you know i totally forgot about those as i imagine most of the children who were watching these did too and that's why they knew they could get away <laughs> i knew i knew and it pissed me off when
2: i was there <laughs> Uh, but uh, okay so i think that's everything we noticed for these episodes let's get into the bad stuff
1: no anchovies you put anchovies on this thing and you're in big trouble okay (laughs) all right until his degree so this is just kind of funny and just a funny thing to poke at but like michelangelo is like skating or mopping or something and he's got a bucket with him and then the bucket ends up on his head and he had headphones on, and somehow the headphones are now on the outside of the bucket after the bucket landed on his head. Huh. You just don't do that? No, they don't do that. No, oh, well, you must have got the cheap model. <laughs> the uh, non bucket dodging headphones. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's that on. <laughs> okay.
2: So when Donatello gets attacked by the robots, there's only one in the room, and then all of a sudden there's two of them, and then there's just one again.
1: I noticed that, yeah. <laughs> this is crazy multiplying. They're like, oh man, there's too many of these to animate. Yeah. Just, just leave it with one,
0: actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really hurt my wrist here, boss. I'm gonna go back down to one.
2: Uh when Leonardo, Raph, and Mikey uh are like they go, they jump into the sewer water to go look for Maxwell. Uh they, they don't have their weapons on them, but then when they end up in the lake, they went back and got them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: You probably make like a whole just list of anchovies. It's just like where are the turtles'
1: weapons at any given point? <laughs> like it's yeah. what yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. weapons today.
1: Yeah. My biggest thing is like Donatello runs into this like oscillating machine and he immediately knows that like Sipho's plan is to spin the earth so fast to throw everything off of it. Like he's immediately just like, this is his plan. And it's like, really.
2: Well, that's like the only—that's like, the only thing that the oscilloscope can do.
1: What is it, if really? I remember? Uh, it wasn't there like a like, like a
0: PowerPoint presentation on the computer or something? Wasn't there? Is that is that? No, yeah, like he's, but, he's just
1: he's just looking at it and he's just like he, you know, he could spin the planet really fast with this thing. He's planning to throw everything off of it, and it's like, why is that what you go to? I mean, you're right, but <laughs> yeah. why is this the first thing you go to for this
0: machine?
2: <laughs> well, and why is so he's, because he's been that? wanting to build one himself. <laughs>
0: Why, why is this guy doing that anyway? And then his way to not throw himself off the planet is to hide in the basement. So like, won't everyone who's in a basement still be on Earth? <laughs> I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's, you know, in the long running tradition of 1987 villains who don't have a fully thought out plan.
0: Yeah. Also, I was reading the other day that the Earth actually is spinning faster than it used to. We had our shortest day ever a couple months ago. Oh wow! So you don't even need an awesome. I thought that day felt a little short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was like a second and a half shorter, I guess, but
2: still, but definitely noticeable. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. I I thought it was stupid that like Irma gets in the elevator with Sophos and she hits like a button and the elevator breaks through the roof. (laughs) Yeah. She runs away. I'm like, what the hell button did you push?
2: (laughs) Yeah, like what kind of elevator did he build?
0: Yeah and Uh, also like like oh don this sucks they think you're a woman i guess you can't go but like the fact that he was a turtle didn't deter him whatsoever (laughs) (laughs) couldn't he have just worn a dress if it was that big of a deal i know right like they they wear
2: and then well i mean that's the thing in this episode he goes and be's a waiter without a mask
1: yeah, no one notices.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no one I mean, says they, anything.
1: They do this all the time. You know, they dress up as sailors. They dress up as just about anything and get away with it. Like he literally could have worn a dress and and just
2: talked like a girl.
1: And then like they immediately would have been like, "Oh man!"
2: And it's I bet woman. you. Yeah. And I bet you somebody would have fallen in love with him.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, and
0: yeah. or like, because, like the entire world knows about the Ninja Turtles, maybe. So <laughs> yeah, exactly
2: like. <laughs> Like, it, it's, <laughs> I mean, we come back to this every time. How does this world work? Do yeah. the turtle, are the turtles known entities or not? Yeah. Uh And so, yeah, like, he could have just accepted this on his own behalf. And it's like, what kind of, like, Donatello's a smart guy. Why is he, I mean, and granted, I don't know how on, online correspondence colleges worked back in the 80s, but it's like, I kind of feel like Donatello wouldn't be able to spot a scummy looking college
0: <laughs> well yeah it's it's a medieval castle also
2: yeah like was there not a brochure that he had he got beforehand
1: i mean look dude if it gives you college credit it gives you college credit you know like
2: <laughs> i mean okay fair like hey i dropped out of college so <laughs> maybe
0: Did i think it was weird that Professor Sophos held this whole banquet to announce that he was making Irma his lab partner. That's not banquet worthy, is it?
2: It's not really banquet worthy, but I love that like Irma's like, uh, oh, this is my best friend April. Can I bring her too? And he's like, no. Oh, okay, bye.
1: <laughs> bye, bro.
2: Like Irma Irma's really weird in this episode. Yeah. But that was that I don't know. I I loved that guy. I know we're not on that section yet, but
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just surprised she didn't fall in love with Sophos.
2: I feel like good. I, feel, was, yeah, like I feel like that happening. was kind of happening.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. in my yeah, for in she, my opinion,
0: she maybe wasn't as thirsty as she's been in the past for like robot men and stuff. Well, <laughs> yes. no, I mean
2: like Donatello tell like gets her to ta- do this for him when he says like there's there's probably gonna be cute men. There. Yeah,
0: true. Yeah,
2: like that. That's what sells her ongoing. <laughs> On doing this whole ruse with him.
1: That's all I really had for that episode.
2: Yeah, same.
1: Yeah. Uh the big
0: cufflink caper. Um, uh, much like the Maltese hamster, there's just way too much stuff going on with this stupid cufflink. Like it's an explosive that yeah. was made into a Ruby that was made into a cufflink that was hoarded up by a cufflink collector.
2: Only one of them was explosive. Yeah. Well, on top of uh,
0: that, like we know that Kring and Shredder have access to explosives, they just used them in Dimension X story, and they have like laser pistols and crap. Why, why are they having such a hard time getting out of regular lava? I don't understand. Yeah.
2: Uh, this is this was my least favorite of the three, um, generally because like all of the mob episodes except the Great Baldini are like really boring.
1: Yeah, my other thing is like these gangsters that are still in cufflinks are more competent than Shredder. Like they actually beat up the turtles and they actually like, <laughs> yeah, they, they do all sorts of things. Ritter is straight up hiring them. Well, you know? I mean, except like,
2: except like for the fact that they believe that the turtles are going to turn over a new leaf and become mobsters themselves.
1: I mean, yes. Like except why for would that
2: fact? anybody believe that?
1: You're not wrong. But also at the because same time. the beaver cleaver on ice. Yeah. But they meant it literally, not figured
2: yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Also Raphael throughout this whole episode is constantly pointing out how stupid the plot is like it, like more than once. And it's kind of just like, okay, like how much are you going to just like write off your like bad writing by just making jokes about how bad your writing is like this, yeah. this card only works so many times, my guy.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, it, but it does lead up to like Donatello, like, but why steal cup, cuff cufflinks? It's mind boggling. It's baffling. It's, and then Raph cuts it incredibly stupid. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. But it's like multiple times. And like it gets to a point where it's just like you've moved past the point of self deprecation and you're just in self hatred now. Like
2: <laughs> Michelangelo, I know they want cufflinks. Raph, we pretend we've never met.
1: Yeah.
0: It's possible because I think this is actually David Wise's last episode for the season. So it's possible he actually was in like, a really bad place, and, like took a leave of absence after this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I don't want to harp on it too much. Yeah.
2: Man.
0: Somebody like read the script and was like, uh dude, this is this is a sign. <laughs>
2: how come gangsters, how come these gangster dudes always hang out in old abandoned warehouses because there aren't any old abandoned luxury penthouse suites?
0: That was a pretty good one. All right, are we ready for Leo versus Tempestro? Yeah,
2: uh so my biggest thing with this isn't really it's about tempestra and i guess it's because i i i so i'd never seen this episode before um i didn't really know much about tempestra other than like i knew she existed and i knew she was like in this one and then like night of the rogues Mm -hmm. um so i wouldn't call her iconic but Mm -hmm. like i knew of her yeah um I thought she was a later season character. I didn't realize she was as early as season four. Uh, but then also, like, I'm kind of disappointed that she's just, like, a video game character come to life. Yeah. And that's, that's not really the character's fault. I'm just, I'm disappointed in that. Because, like, was. I thought she was a cool design. I yeah. thought it was really neat that the turtles have, like, this, like, magic of dispel from DuckTales kind of character. And then she's just she's just a video game character come to life. Like it that in itself is neat. I just didn't realize that was their actual story. So Me like too. when she shows up in Shredder's Revenge as exactly the same thing, I was kind of like, Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yep. That's that's the one note. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I did the same thing. I kind of like overhyped it in my brain because I was just like, Oh man, they include her in the games, everything yeah, else. Like she does kind of have an iconic yeah. look. Like I mean, in my opinion, it's kind of like I mean, maybe well, iconic, she looks like evil way. Miss Frizzle, so yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's real yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, like, like, so, like
2: so, that's why like it's kind of a funny intro because like all three of us had the same reaction, like we all kind of overhyped it for ourselves. Yeah, We're was, like, oh, oh yeah, Tempestra. Oh, oh, Tempestra.
0: this is it. <laughs> this
2: is
0: it. <laughs> when I like, I thought it started pretty strong. I was I was pretty disappointed in this episode because like it kind of like at least gave Leo a, a bit of a character like he he's really kind of not done not had much of a characterization this whole show but like here we see he's kind of like he's obsessive and he wants to be the best and then at the end there's just like it nothing comes to fruition with that like there's no like lesson that like he needs to rely on his brothers when they help him fight the monster or
1: like there is a lesson like though. That. video games bad true like yes. that is the lesson
2: <laughs> yeah don't be don't be addicted to video games Yeah, though. there's yeah.
1: like a couple
0: things that just bug me like so like one of Tempestra's got all these powers. One of her powers is just to update signs. Like, she just changes the where the nuclear power plant sign points. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it goes to all weird, like, Scooby-Doo after that when Leo and April show up in the news van and they get, like, stuck on the, on the roller coaster tracks. Uh-huh. And that felt like half the episode was them just, like, driving on a roller coaster. And then the rest of the turtles are doing this whole stupid thing where they're making a diving bell so they can get to the surface. I, yeah, I, I just I, I was pretty it, disappointed in this episode. Like
2: for it, all those it felt like this episode was gonna was gonna be like, oh, it's a dream. Mm. Like, it felt <laughs> like it was building towards that.
1: Yeah, it, it is kind of along those like that dream esque quality compared to what these episodes are normally like. The other weird thing is like Vernon just like suddenly sucks at being on TV. Like this guy that had his own like talk show. And everything else, like suddenly he can't like hack it being on screen. Yeah, like, like that was
2: really weird. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's yeah, it's like is how competent is Vernon at his job? And is he like super macho or super scaredy cat? And do the turtles know do people know the turtles or not? Like <laughs> like Vernon and the turtles popularity is is all over the place.
2: Yeah, and then it like it goes back and forth because like is, because Vernon has hosted the news a couple times. Yeah. And then, like, April has also hosted the news. It's like, how does Channel 6 work?
0: Well, we know they promote their secretaries to to producers. Uh, to producers. yeah. So it's possible it's just the wild west of television. that has got to be it.
2: It's just nuts over there.
0: Vernon was like a janitor. Like, hey, you're you want to talk show
2: no he would never oh. have been a janitor
0: <laughs> True, yeah,
2: much too vain for that he's much too vain to be a janitor <laughs> me a janitor <laughs> oh, God, please that's my, exactly how you would sound saying it
1: absolutely my my last thing is the like tempester doesn't really have a very clear motivation like she just kind of exists to get her revenge. She needs to, like, recharge. But what's her revenge? Like, what is...
2: I was going to say, like, I don't even like, yeah, remember. What, yeah, I don't remember yeah. her.
1: Who her slighted revenge. her? <laughs> yeah.
2: I think, it, I think it was just, like, her programming from the game.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's got to be, like, she just programmed to be a boss, like, in the game. But, like, yeah, like, that's it.
2: Mm-hmm. Which is also kind of disappointing, because then it's, like, well, she doesn't really exist. To do anything. like she's not her own character?
1: Yeah, like what? What else could this character do? I mean, now she can get revenge for being trapped in the in the chip and want to go after the turtles. So yeah, yeah, she has motivation there now. But before, like for this episode, it she just kind of ends up existing and she wants power, I guess. And like that's yeah, just the general why, idea.
0: Why did she need nuclear power?
1: I don't know. cause Like, she's Why an arcade you? machine. Wouldn't she just, like, plug into the wall? Yeah, or just be like, take it from, like, a lamppost or something? I, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just just she gets more of a charge. I, I, the rules didn't make sense. Like, she then wants to blow up the power plant to get, like, an even greater charge because for some reason blowing it up will give her more energy than sitting in the nuclear reactor. Yeah. You know, like it it doesn't make sense. (laughs) So,
2: like going back to what we said, like I just the biggest bummer is that we hype overhyped her first appearance.
0: Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And so we wound up like,
2: yeah, like we wound up, we wound up expecting more. (laughs) Yeah. And then when the episode like doesn't deliver, it's kind of like, oh, okay. Well, Well, most, most
0: Missy Taggart episodes have been pretty decent. This one kind of felt like a flop. I
2: mean, it's, it's not, it's not a bad episode. It's, it's my favorite of the three but like it's just kind of like uh i guess that's it yeah but
0: well have we had enough anchovies i think, I think so yeah let's move on to what we love about these episodes oh, i love
1: being a turtle
2: uh so off the bat so this is for all three all three of these episodes are animated incredibly well uh we're I back so, yeah, yeah. we're back to um I didn't get the name of the studio, but this is definitely one of the Japanese studios.
0: All right. Very true. Um, ba, 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 I really like the idea of Donatello to correspond school. Yeah, I agree. Like I like that too.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I like the, the the idea of Donatello like getting a degree and like having to do it in kind of secret kind of thing. Yeah, like, it makes a lot of sense. That's not bad. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. I just wish he had been smarter about it <laughs> you know
0: yeah um there's also a part where like dr sofo in front of everybody is like enjoy your meal for it will be your last when i throw you off the earth like just right in front of everyone like, yeah. come on
2: man <laughs> it's yeah. also kind of funny like he the uh rob Paulson plays uh dr professor Sopho. um and it's his doctor scratch and sniff voice from uh, uh, Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. Like it's the birth of that voice here.
0: And then at the end, he gets. They say they're going to
1: charge him with worldwide revolution, which is a hilarious pun. Yeah. <laughs> I I actually really liked the mystery aspect in this episode. Like, it was fun, you know, them have, having to solve, like, what's up with this university? What's what's going on here? Like, I can tell something's wrong. You know, all the fish are gathering at the lake. They're trying to figure out what's going on there. I, I feel like that's what made this episode, even though it was another mad scientist one, feel unique. Mm-hmm. Is kind of how long they kept, well, first off, like, the how long they... They developed Donatello having gotten a degree and going and getting it and convincing Irma to go. And then beyond that, him actually having to solve the mystery. I feel like keeping kind of all of that funny business going on for as long as they did helped this episode feel different than Mm -hmm. the previous ones and helped it kind of stand out. All right. Big Cuffling Caper? Uh, I, I liked the weird joke of Beaver and like Leave It to Beaver, Beaver and like him just being yeah. this kid gangster for some reason. Yeah, it
0: was <laughs> a weird to include but man, it was funny. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, like it was a weird segue, but then it just kind of it just kind of worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, say, I like I like that the turtles. Uh, they're um, I think like this this is the one where they they wear like their fancy tuxedos for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like we'd seen them before in the tuxedos, but I can't think of it. So it's like, is this an actual like thing?
0: Uh like, so they had really... something similar in Mr. Odd Goes to Town. Okay. But they weren't they weren't these tuxes and they weren't like the same suits that they wore for the mob.
2: But then so I like I love exactly I-, I love that they like put these on and then like then the icing on the cake is the rubber baby mask. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And then Splinter walks in. He's like, you boys are so handsome. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately after they put the masks on.
0: Yeah. Much like the Maltese hamster. I I think I said it for that episode. Like I'm a sucker for a bit. And like the bit where the turtles join the monster side to kind of get on the the inside track. I I think that's pretty cool. And yeah, the the tuxes were slick. And in the beginning, we just seem to kind of go through all their Different disguises and whatnot they have like like tattered up bunny costumes and crap. it's yeah it's funny yeah. i
2: i my only thing is like I wish that the I wish that they weren't pretending to be the turtles going bad.
0: oh like, keep the baby if, masks,
2: yeah, like if they've got the baby masks and were like let's be gangsters like to infiltrate this like i that would have been better. like everyone else kind of took stupid bills because like why would the turtles go bad? yeah like they've beat you this many times the whole want the, city wants a want the
0: big slice of pizza whatever they say yeah so you get in the crust i vaguely remember this episode especially the part where like Donatello throws the cufflink and the taffy and then bebop and rock so they eat all the taffy
2: yeah same like i i remember the cufflinks. like i remember specifically that like one was a bomb and one was just a regular because i remember like that um like Donatello reading it on the computer and it's saying yeah. like normal on one of them. Yes,
0: <laughs> I also I think this episode had the best ending, like it's pretty much so far. Where like Shredder gets back to Dimension X, he's got the cufflink, and Crane's like, "You idiot, that's got to be the fake one." He's like, "Oh yeah, you're right." He tosses it over his shoulder and explodes, <laughs> yeah. and then he. <laughs> He accuses the turtles of tricking him. <laughs> yeah,
2: he gets mad at them. It's like they gave him what he wanted. Exactly,
0: I know. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, oh, man, what a comeuppance to get!
1: Yeah, and I feel like that's actually another thing that, once again, is that mystery aspect that kind of like freshens up these episodes because they didn't, they don't really exist that heavily in, in a lot of these episodes. Is that like it is another Shredder needs X to get the you know the Technodrome free. Mm -hmm. episode but the turtles and audience not knowing it's him for a while like actually kind of makes it feel a little bit more fresh than than before because you have like the gangsters doing all this stuff and then you learn like oh shredders behind this you know and then later the turtles learn and they say like the brains behind the operation and then it immediately cuts to krang
0: yeah oh yeah the brains of course (laughs)
1: Yeah, it spices everything up a little bit, so I, I like that.
0: Alright, are we ready for Leo versus Tempestra? Uh, this episode opens up, I forget which turtle it is, is beating up a dummy of Shredder and the it's other Leo. three... Okay. Yeah, that makes sense, obviously. Um, the other three come in and, and think it's actually Shredder and just, like, kick the crap out of this dummy. And Splinter's like, good job, my sons. It only took three of you to beat up one dummy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like we had a snarky in this one
0: i love i love snarky splinter he's so good
2: uh but overall like 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 i said this this was my favorite of the three i i think this was the best animated out of the three Mm -hmm. um yeah like everything on this episode like it like other than our, our hyping it ourselves and being disappointed with our hype like this isn't a bad episode like it's genuinely pretty good like, yeah, all We've around. taught
0: ourselves an important lesson, though, I think. Like, when Muckman shows up, I'm, and Mutagen Man, and Wando Gecko, I'm going to be like, ah, not excited for those.
2: Yeah. yeah. And then we'll, we'll be very happy. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> but I do still like that Tempestra is, like, a totally unique villain for this series. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think yeah. that's why she ends up being included in other things, like now, uh, is just because she is 100% unique for this series you know like usually it's a mad scientist or a mobster or a shredder and crane so the fact that we have this person that came out of a video game with magic powers that can just like summon and create beasts it works and uh it's it's interesting you know it's something at least different than what we normally see yeah and again evil miss frizzle yeah
2: (laughs) yeah like her design is really good
1: there's something about it that of, just kinda sticks.
2: She kind of reminds me of Castaspella from uh Shira,
1: Oh yeah, a little bit. Isn't she the but isn't she the one with like the dark hood on, like just like the yellow eyes? That's Shadow uh, Weaver,
2: No, right? Cast no, no it's Shadow Weaver. Weaver. Your yeah. You're talking right. No, Castaspella I mean, she doesn't look anything like Castaspella. But
1: Oh, the witch like the dearie my witch lady. Is that who yeah, it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. All
2: right, I, I, I guess. Uh, now that I'm looking at a picture of Castle Spell, I'm like, uh kind of not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not <laughs> but also, really. <laughs> but also, yes, in my head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I see it. She's got like shoulder pads and a.
2: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's just Arianne? the. I think yeah. it's just the shoulder. The shoulder pads. Yeah, so. I get it. Cool. I'm not crazy.
0: Yeah, I don't know which one of these three was my favorite. Um. They're all pretty good. I might give it to Big Cuffling Caper just because I love a bit, um, and and when there's three decent episodes, I'll probably go for the craziest one no matter what. So yeah,
2: yeah. I mean that, that's and uh, that's fair. Like yeah, I think Leonardo versus Tempestra was is my favorite of the three. Yeah. Like it just you, it Spence? hit for me, and it mm-hmm. was just it was very like Tempestra is very unique. Mm-hmm.
1: Mine would probably either be Tempestra or or the coupling camper. it's it's kind of a tie between the two i yeah. i liked both
2: and donatello donatello's degree isn't a bad episode it's just kind of like yeah.
1: it just kind of got boring i don't know to yeah, me it did like it it,
2: it ran a little long mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah the excitement begins it ends at uh donatello getting a degree <laughs> yeah. yeah which is kind of
2: which is yeah. probably why they shortened the theme song on that one yeah, because yeah. it ran a little long
1: it spends a lot of time getting Donatello and Irma to the school and then having him finally figure out that something's up a lot of time. (laughs) And so it's, it's pretty slow. So I think I would go with either cuffling caper or or Tempestra. cuffling caper. I feel like had a stronger story, even if it had Raphael saying it was stupid the whole time um like i guess i had a lot going on but like tempestra like i said i just it's the fact that she lacks like motivation that i Mm -hmm. guess really bothers me with it like she just kind of is there for them him to defeat but she doesn't really have any plans that require him to really actually defeat her for her to be a real problem but that's just me yeah
0: Guys, we only have six more episodes left in season four.
2: God, we're almost there.
0: I know. We're, we we're closing it. in on it. And then we only have like six more seasons of this
1: show. <laughs> but they are <laughs> all shorter. But they're than all these significant. significant. We did it like yeah. we're getting through the <laughs> um,
2: But one thing uh, I didn't mention it earlier, but like if you have the if you're watching it digitally like I am, these episodes are all mixed up again, too. They're not in they're not in, listed in order digitally. I don't well, know if it's, it's like that on the DVD.
1: They might be in air order digitally then, because that's the thing is there's two different orders. There's like air order, and then there's the order that they're in on the DVDs. Yeah, we found this out um, last week. So like one of
0: one of our episodes was in November, and then I, th- I think Spencer's was first. It was in November, and then mine was second. It was September. And I think this week two of our episodes were in September, and yeah. and Leo versus Tempestra was in November. So they're kind of all over the place, but
2: yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Three solid episodes. Uh, What a fun episode to come back to the show on. Yeah. Are you ready for some news? I think so. Keith, take us in. This is April O'Neill of Channel 6. Spencer, comic book news, go
1: comic news so by the time this episode comes out it will have already been out for a week but the armageddon games opening moves number two is out you can go get it also i believe it's the week that this episode comes out you should be able to find the best of baxter stockman book which i don't know what issues that contains but i'm excited to find
2: out Ooh.
1: I, do, I do like the cover uh at the very least we'll see if i ever
2: pick yeah, it up Yeah, it's that uh by, what's that artist's name? Bigley, Biggie.
1: I think it's Biggie. Yeah, I'm not sure. It, he's hit and miss for me, but I do like this cover a lot. It's it's a good one.
2: Yeah, like it's not my favorite art, but this but this is a it's a good cover. Like mm-hmm. for some reason, like this one kind of kind of works for me. Yeah. Me too. Weird. I'm trying to find a solicitation for it, and I don't see what issues are in it. That's you really usually
1: mean. don't see until after it releases for all these, or at least that I've noticed. I've never been really? able to find it until after it releases. Yeah. Huh. I usually report on these late because I always forget about them because
2: <laughs> I never oh, get well. them. <laughs> but right, Well, that's, that is in uh, comic book stores. Uh, yep. On the 31st. So uh, we record on Wednesdays. So every Wednesday is comic book day for us. Yep. So yeah. Go to your local comic book store, pick up opening moves too. And. Best Baxter. Uh, In toy news, uh, this was actually old news because it was revealed last week, uh, but because we didn't record last week and we're recording this week, this news will be two weeks old, but Super 7 has revealed wave eight of the TMNT Ultimates toy line. Uh, And so in that toy line, I've sent that to you guys so you can look at the pictures with me. Uh, We have Genghis Frog... We have Space Cadet Raphael. We have The Shredder. And Robot Rocksteady.
1: It's Shirtless Shredder too.
2: Yeah. So uh, my buddy Von Michael uh, over on Twitter, he's my friend on Facebook too now, um, he was the one to correctly point out that this is actually not The Toon Shredder. Uh, figure that was released by Playmates. is actually based on an unreleased figure um, that never made it into production, but if you have the book Rad Plastic, which uh, details a lot of like unreleased and rare uh, Ninja Turtles figures, um, that book has a picture of this figure. Ooh. And so it is a very deep cut. In fact, I was in the uh, Foosh cast. Uh, Foosh is a toy website uh and on sunday they did a they did an interview with uh mike from super seven and i asked him directly i'm like is this based on that because they were kind of they were kind of talking about it but they didn't outright say it like because they were kind of like beating around the bush like uh like oh we're doing our own thing i'm like this is based on the unreleased figure and then they're like yeah it's based on the unreleased figure so So there you go official confirmation
0: i have a friend who's michael vaughn huh crazy crazy um so no relation i'm sure no relation well yeah that spaceman raft figure is really cool yeah
2: space cadet raft is really really cool um i this was one of my favorites always growing up uh oh
0: same i it's grown on me even over the years because like He's so bulky and like it—it it looks like a turtle in a spacesuit, right? Like yeah. it looks proportional. And he's also got like an alien coin on his back, so it's like the the toy actually kind of tells a story, also. Yeah, really.
2: Cool. Uh, what's cool about this is like the alien that used to be on his back is now like a little sidekick buddy, like yeah. he's his own little figure.
0: He's got like a stormtrooper helmet now too. Uh
2: yeah. So that's the, the alternate head is like a stormtrooper helmet. Um, they took the uh, uh. Like the goggles and like like little microphone that used to be on him is now uh, a separate piece that you can clip onto the face. Um, the gun, like that, plugs into his chest. The the cool space cyber sword, yeah. um, like that's still such a cool sword design. Like kind of oh like, yeah. And then like they gave him like laser size.
1: I will always is- like the laser size. He's got those on fast forward.
2: Oh well. Yeah. He didn't have a here Furs. These are brand new for the Ultimates figure. So,
1: uh, well, they also didn't have like a lightsaber hilt though, in in fast forward. So obviously, uh, we'll there you go.
2: Yeah. Uh, the other figure that uh, in this line that I'm very excited for is Genghis Frog. Uh, that was another one of my favorites from the original toy line. Um, and if you collect or know about the original toy line, they never did all four frogs. They only did Genghis and Napoleon. Mm-hmm. And even then, they were different species. Like Genghis is like a bullfrog. Napoleon was, like, a horny toad. So, like... Horny. I know. Uh, <laughs> but, like, the, the way they did this... The way they did this Genghis figure is, like, is just really cool. Like, the texture on him looks, like, so cool with all the different warts on him. Yeah, it's um, like that, that open
0: mouth with the tongue
2: coming out. Yes, yeah, so that's the alternate head with, like, with an open mouth <laughs> and, like, long tongue sticking out. The tongue gun, which is iconic... Um, oh, yeah. I don't know if this one because like on the old one you could like there's a little like um, pin on the back like the tongue was connected to the pin like it was all one long piece and like you could rotate the tongue like flick it around and then like move it in and out of the gun
0: okay. by like
2: pulling on the pin uh, I don't know if you could do that with this figure but it would be really cool if you could. Uh, and then he comes with his boogie board shield, uh, his soda pop grenade belt, and then his necklace, which was originally sculpted on the figure, is removable on this one. So, uh, those two I'm very excited for. Uh, the Shredder figure, um, like I said, is, a, is based on an unreleased prototype. Uh, it's really just a repaint of the Wave 2 Shredder. So, if you have that one already, this is another chance to get that figure, but in a different paint scheme um it's cool it comes with a really cool like alternate head like the original figure uh like the original wave two shredder in this line had like a gag a gag head where like the eyebrows were printed on the helmet because that's how the original playmates figure was Mm -hmm. uh this figure in the picture that we saw had that too but because a lot of people didn't get the joke last time uh they didn't do that this time. So now we have a cool like all silver head with like shadow eyes. And it looks cool. Yeah. Uh yeah. It's I mean, just for me personally, I don't have an attachment to this look. I have the wave two shredder and I'm good with that. I don't need I don't need this one.
0: And then robotic rock steady.
2: Robotic Rocksteady. Who's more I expensive never... than
0: the rest of those. so yeah.
2: Okay. So the um uh, I think be, 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 beginning with wave five, the figures went up to $55. Um, the larger figures are usually more expensive. So robotic bebop who's in wave six uh, or sorry, wave seven. And then uh, uh, rock steady in this wave are both $65 or no, sorry. That bebop I believe is $55 and this Rocksteady is $65. Oh, wow. Uh, they're, they're getting a little pricey, um, which if you listen to me talk about this on Turtle Recall last night, um, I'm kind of getting a little priced out now, especially now that we're getting into characters that, like, I don't necessarily have a super attachment for. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't need that shredder because I already have the other one. Um, I didn't have Bebop and Rock, Robotic Bebop and Rocksteady, and I have the NECA ones, which are actually pretty cool. Like, they're probably some of my favorite figures of the year so far. Which I never expected to say that about <laughs> about any of the tune line. So, this is, like, this is cool. It's a beautiful figure. I just, in my head, I can't justify it. Yeah. Uh, Space Cadet Raph. I really want Space Cadet Raph, but I don't know for sure if I want to get it. Um, because... If you, again, if you've collected the original toy line, you recognize that these figures were from, like, the first wave of variants. Um, so that first variant wave was Sewer Samurai Leo, who's in wave five of Ultimates. Uh, wave uh, six has Sewer Surfing Mikey, which another iconic figure. But then in wave seven of Ultimates, they pivoted away from the variant line and jumped straight into the Punk Rock Turtles with punk rock Donatello instead of doing the undercover Donatello, which was part of this wave. And so for me personally, I'm kind of disappointed because I really wanted all four of them. And like, nothing is more disappointing in toy collecting than not being able to finish a team. And so like, yes, technically it's all four turtles and they're the team, but I'm disappointed that like, it's not all four that they should be.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And there's no official reason why they did this. Uh, it's probably just because the undercover RAF figure, which was a very rare figure, um, is a Big Bad Toy Store exclusive that is currently uh, um, up for pre-order. And so maybe to avoid confusion with that, I don't know. But it's really kind of disappointing that they kind of pivoted with that. So I'm kind of like rethinking, do I really need sewer Leo if I'm not going to get all four of this wave? And granted, like they're probably going to do it at some point. Like they know um, they've said as much, but I don't know if I really want to invest in that if I can't get them all for like, there's no telling when they're going to do that undercover Donatello. Yeah. And I don't want it to be sitting on three turtles. For a long time, and then the other thing is like, maybe what if I wanted to get the punk rock turtles or the yeah the the, the punk rock turtles, and then I only have Donatello. There's no telling when they're gonna do those for. So now like I'm in this weird position.
0: It's a quandary.
2: And like they're they're probably gonna do it at some point, but like I'm at this point we're gonna be like these are figures these are figures are are slated to be released like next year like they're being solicited right now you can order them right now. But they're not um, like going into production until like later this year. And then like due for release next year. And I'm like, I don't know why I want to wait that long anymore. So I'm kinda I'm kinda getting to the point where I'm kinda done with Super Seven. As much as I love my Super Seven figures, I've kind of gotten everybody. And with, with Krang and Wave 5, that's kind of it for the core cast that I need. Everything else is just extra, like. I haven't even pre-ordered Ace Duck yet. And I love Ace Duck. I love that Ace Duck figure, that original Ace duck figure, and I love the Super Seven version of it. I just I'm kind of like I don't really know if I want to. All right. Back to look. I'm going to Big Bad Toy Store right now to look at, look at it <laughs> and, and like just decide right now.
1: Well. We should probably wrap things up. Yeah. Oh, because you don't
2: Uh, care about uh, toys? Yeah, that's it. I got you. No, it's (laughs) it's
1: because I have to wake up really early in the morning again. I got a new job, so. Well,
2: there you go. That is it for the news.
1: (laughs) So what are we doing next week, Spencer? Next week, we're going to be covering Armageddon games again. So we'll be covering issue 131 and Armageddon game opening moves number two. Cool.
2: There you go guys. That is it for Ninja Turtle Power Hour. Thank you again for uh listening. We love each and every one of you. Follow us somewhere on the internet, uh Facebook, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter and now TikTok at Ninja Turtle Power Hour or Ninja Turtle PH. Um and yeah, if you guys love the show, leave us a review. Um and yeah, we love you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. So, once again, thank you guys so much for listening and until next time. Cowabunga, dudes.
0: Cowabunga.
2: that every that everybody hates and it's fine
1: yeah no that's the thing is like it's when it, whenever it comes to anything that's stylized like you can take a step back and look at it objectively and appreciate how well they pulled it off or have done it it's just a matter of when it comes to like stylized artistic designs it's just a matter of you know taste usually um, yeah like whether you like it or not
2: but I mean, like on that same spectrum, like there are bad artists. Oh yes, oh for like, sure. Like, <clears throat> um, you know, you bad artists, whether they're just, you know, they they, yeah. and that's where you can kind of like you have to kind of be a little objective when you talk about it because, like. You can easily fall into the trap of like saying like, oh, well, this bad artist is just very stylized. And it's like, okay, like that's true to a point, Mm -hmm. but not like always 100% kind of thing.
1: Yeah, like I, I don't know enough about art to like be able to tell you exactly how you can tell. But I feel like you can kind of like look at an artist's art and you can tell when something is like very intentional in the way they're trying to draw it. Versus not like usually when it's intentional, you'll see that same kind of expression and things like that being used throughout their everything, you know, like the way things look will be consistent and it will stay the same and it'll just always look that way.
2: Yeah, like there's, um, like things, things that are done in the art world, I mean, and not just the art world, but like in general, um, in like creative industries like animation and whatever, like nothing is really done by accident, mm-hmm. you know, like, cause it, people have to draw things. Yeah. So it's like, if, if something turns out really bad, like it's either super intentional or, you know, maybe that artist just isn't that strong of trying to convey what they wanted to convey.
1: Yeah. It's like, well, it's like, you know, take like Rob Liefeld. Like he's someone that has a very distinct style. Yeah. But at the same time, he's got like his infamous Captain America cover. Like that's bad, you know? Yeah, like,
2: like <laughs> that, that is objectively bad. <laughs> yeah. I saw that on
1: Reddit today. I,
0: like every I like, three months it pops up for me somewhere, somehow. It's, yeah, it's it, always it, it circulating. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's always <laughs> circulating. Someone will have always <laughs> discovered it for the first
2: time and been like, look at this guy's chest. Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen this? Yeah. Like, like that is objectively bad. Um, the Turtles, like, I don't think there's ever really been an objectively bad Turtles artist. There's yeah, been ones I, that I don't care for.
1: I tend to agree with you on that, yeah. Because, like, even, even the guest era of, like, the Mirage comics...
2: Yeah, like it was those typically
1: were, established artists. That, yeah,
2: like those were all competent established comic book artists. Like mm-hmm. whether or not they were a gritty and dark style, they were just or, indie.
1: Like they were, yeah, they were just indie, indie. artists. And so like, they're not super well known, but they're doing well enough that they're making a living and they're established.
2: You know, being like Dave Sims. Like not everybody loves his art, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, Cerebus is Cerebus. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of my thing. Is while Pablo Tunica is a good artist, I feel like and like is you know very expressive and things like that. He's just not my favorite artist.
2: Yeah. So I'm and good with the change coming. I'm I'm okay with the change
1: too. Yeah.
2: Especially because like Faro Pay is a, is amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah. His his stuff looks nice. Like I I really like it. Especially because so after opening moves is over the opening moves part of Armageddon game which it is now, he's moving onto the mainline book and they have someone else. Uh, He's got like a very Italian looking name, but I it may not be Italian at all. Um, Mateo Santaluco. No, it's not. Not Mateo (laughs) Santaluco.
2: That one's Portuguese. I know, but I said it in in its Italian accent, so
1: it's like it's like. Francisco or Francesco or something along those lines. Uh, uh no, I gotta find it because it's bugging me. Yeah, have you guys read today's uh, Armageddon Games issues? Oh, well, there today's the one that came out today? No, I haven't been to the comic book store today. It's pretty good. I liked it. Oh, there we go. It's not it's Vincenzo Federici. Or Federiki, one of those two. I, I'm, Vincenzo
2: Federiki,
1: but I'm pretty sure with Vincenzo, like that's or Vincenzo Vin. I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's. I Italian. think it's Vincenzo's. Yeah, Vincenzo's a very Italian name. I, I I don't think that's used anywhere else, but I don't know. I'm gonna, I guess, sound like I sound like an idiot again this week. <laughs> like I did in our bonus content for last week,
0: but yeah. What well, what were we doing? Trying to trying to find at least one Argentinian
1: artist yeah, artist yeah we thought there was one that was an argentinian and we were trying to figure out who it was and we couldn't and we kept messing up anyway i think it's pablo tunica oh was he yeah he's it says argentinian comic book artist oh so there we well go. there you go that's the one that you were talking about last we've week. we've
0: completely redeemed ourselves <laughs> part, two. part
1: two
2: yeah
0: <laughs> welcome back it's been two weeks but we finally identified one argentinian
1: comic book artist that worked on ninja turtles <laughs> we did it all right, should we get Lost going? Oh Mike. Oh, we did lose Mike. Yeah. It happened again.
0: See, so I think what happened is that Mike gave me whatever was making him sick. Because like computers get viruses all the time. Yeah. yeah. There even though we, go. Don't, even though we don't travel through. the same. Yeah. Even though it's we're over. in the same time zone, you're you're spewing it through our
1: microphones. Exactly. Did you guys? Did you guys ever have to watch the movie Outbreak?
2: Uh, no. Nope.
1: I don't so think so. It's, uh, it was about, oh, what's the disease? It, we almost like had a the pandemic. The virus. It. No, it's, it's like the one that almost happened. It was almost a pandemic. That's like super scary. That like liquefies your insides. Oh, Ebola. Ebola. There we go. So the movie's about an Ebola outbreak. but oh, like, It goes I airborne remember. and the guy's just like, it's gone airborne. It. And it like looks up at the vents and, you know, in the hospital. Cause other people yeah. are getting it the quarantining is no longer successful
2: i remember the movie (laughs) uh we i remember we talked about it in like high school yeah uh, when we were when we were covering that like that era in south africa yeah is africa Mm -hmm. um and yeah i we didn't watch it though i don't think
0: yeah Um, i mostly know it from the clerks cartoon which (laughs)
2: <laughs> you gotta yeah. watch that at some
0: point so god, I, right. I love that
2: I love that it's, cartoon so much yeah. I had the only way
0: to, to to figure out if he has a disease is to burn your body <laughs> like, okay. he's, he's got the virus you might want to move up his burning <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs>
2: oh my god who's driving oh my god Bear is driving, Bear's driving. Be?
0: <laughs> oh oh man I love that show Bear's to, is driving. that streaming anywhere I swear.
2: No. but it's funny because like Bear is driving is still a thing that's like said occasionally. Yeah. Why not? Like it, it's it's just funny that, that like that meme is still around.
1: Is that where like the reference in Gravity Falls comes from when like Grunkle Stan has a bear driving the car? I can't even remember why, but like the cops mm, pull him over. Maybe, but like <laughs> probably, yeah.
2: But like in the sequence that uh <laughs> happens in in the Clerks show is very specific like it's making fun of like anime mm-hmm. like yeah, but in that they, early 2000s like a, they're kind they're like of like way
0: court, uh, yeah they're at a trial and like yeah I think the, what happens is like it cuts and it's like we ran out of uh footage or like the, the script was lost we just let the Korean animators just do whatever they want yeah, and, so, they yeah. T- and <laughs>
2: so they turn it into like a very typical Korean
0: yeah it goes full Hamtaro Huh. It's pretty crazy
2: <laughs> with uh, that's, that's was one we, of the
0: weirder episodes, but
2: yeah, I think that was like the last episode,
0: <laughs> might have been. Oh, no, the I'm last like, one is with the carnival outside, and they keep describe what happens, but they never actually go to the carnival.
2: Oh, that's right, like they keep yeah. coming, like Jay, Jay, yeah, keeps one, of in us, like, one of us, yeah, yeah, that one, yeah, and Jay keeps running in, like saying, like, Oh, and they're doing this now, yeah, keep okay, the Brazilian soccer team, just
0: ate the other half, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Oh God, I love that show. I well, Uh oh, God, too, so confused.
0: I can't wait for you to watch this show at some point, though, Spencer. Was the, All the, right, oh, I'll other... try to find it. Well out.
2: played, clerks.
0: Well played, clerks. Yeah. Oh man, what was that joke?
2: Um, well, it was like anytime they made, anytime they like corrected him, but and like he swore they were his enemy, but like he, they did, they were like, okay, he's just the richest guy in town. Like they didn't care
0: my favorite joke one me and my buddy always quote is the like when he calls Canada and it's raining and he's like it's not evil spirits it's yeah. just rain okay fine try and kill it
2: <laughs> my friend and I so, used to do that well 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 Mr. Denzel Washington <laughs> Call it back to beg for my forgiveness uh that one and then the um well played, clerks. I, I just, I, I just think it's brilliant that the second episode is just a clip show of the first episode. Right. Oh my gosh.
0: Oh, such a good show. All right, we should probably get to our show though. Like, is so, it yeah. safe? Yeah. yeah. Is it? Is,
2: is it, it safe? safe? Is it safe? Is it safe?
0: The, so you know, I have a, a infant daughter now, and you have to make them feel safe so they go to bed. And I'll be like, "It's safe. It's totally safe. It's very safe. <laughs> it's very
2: safe." <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> uh, I just want to buy some smokes. I just want to buy some smokes. <laughs> uh, I think my sister has my DVDs of that right now. Yeah, I used to
0: steal my dad's. I'm looking. I don't think I've stolen them recently. So she has.
2: She has those DVDs and then my DVDs of The Critic. Oh, The Critic.
0: I god, don't vaguely remember that show. But...
2: oh god, that show is so good. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, I have to look that up. I mostly know it um, from that one episode that they crossed over with The Simpsons,
2: the infamous uh, one that Matt Groening hated so much that he took his name off of it. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yes, yeah, that one. That one. <clears throat> uh, you can only watch it on Crackle right now for free. Crackle's still a thing? Yeah it's not available for streaming anywhere else which is weird because like disney owns it 100% now Here. like it used to be an AB, it used to be a fox show and it was an abc show so it's like disney's disney owns both of that hmm. well, that that episode
0: has one of my favorite lines it's like my name is barney gumble and i'm an alcoholic <laughs> mr Gumbo, this is a girl scout meeting <laughs> yeah. is it? or is it that you just can't admit that you have a problem <laughs> yeah.
2: I just, I love, uh, I love all the other characters in the critic, but Jay, like uh, his boss, um, when they're like, they're playing Scrabble one time, and he, like, he just puts a bunch of letters on there, and they're like, Mr. Phillips, that's not a word. He's like, it's Uh, (laughs) Quizabuck. That's a joke Um, from
0: The Simpsons. Quizabuck? Well, I mean, Quijabo is what they use, but yeah. And it's it's a like hairless North American ape with a bad temper. Wait, hang on. We've totally Maybe. lost
1: Spencer. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I am in Sorry, fact man. knee deep in the hoopla. No, hang on, hang on.
2: No, Quizabuck, Quizabuck is Quizabuck is from the critic. Okay. He, and he goes, he goes. I, uh, I believe you,
0: but he calls. Uh, yeah, so, Bo is from The Simpsons.
2: So he calls a. Uh, they're like, Mr. Phillips, that's not a word. And he's like, so he calls Webster and he's like, add, add quizabuck to the dictionary. I don't know what it means. A big problem. That's My uh,
0: grandma has like a dictionary I swear she's just written in the margins uh, made of <laughs> words that she's nice. so she can cheat at Scrabble. Yeah,
2: my, the, the rest of the gag, like it's so good because like, he's like, add quizabuck to the dictionary. I don't know, a big problem. What is He's like, how's that other word that I added? Duke-licious. Nobody's using it. What a Duke-tastrophe. a
0: perfectly (laughs) cromulent word. Perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. We should get into this episode. All right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There goes the coffee.
0: Besides the the Super 7 and the Armageddon game.
2: Uh, Super 7 Armageddon game. Um, Trying to think what we talked about last night on Turtle Recall. I mean, there's, there's some other toys. I think the Super Seven's the biggest thing. Okay. Uh, oh, did, we haven't we haven't had an episode since Mayhem got announced. Are like you sure? Type, I think we have. It? Yeah, well, yeah. I
1: think you were gone for that. You one. were gone that week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We we did talk. About I
2: haven't that. done an episode since that. Was...
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about it.
2: All uh, right. Let's. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Let's get going then.